peace of our Lord be with you. As you will, no doubt, have noticed from your own life with the Bible, some passages of Scripture can only be taken seriously if they are not taken literally. We will read one of those next Sunday, for example when the lectionary will place in our path that passage from Mark's Gospel where Jesus will advise us that if our hand causes us to sin, we should cut it off. If our eye causes us to sin, we should pluck it out. A passage which is much more likely to be taken seriously if we don't try to take it literally. The same might be said as well for this morning's psalm with its promise of happiness and prosperity for those who love God and do right. Happy are those who delight in the law of the Lord, says the psalmist. In all that they do, they prosper. A beautiful promise back there on the page, but not always literally the case down here on the ground. In fact, sometimes the finest people we have ever known face the hardest struggles we have ever seen. Dear and good souls, who have spent their lives loving God and doing the right thing, also carrying the heaviest of burdens and fighting the hardest of battles. So, when this morning's psalm says that those who love God and do right will be happy and prosper in all that they do, we know from experience and observation that what the psalm is saying is not always literally the case. But just because today's psalm is not a passage to be taken literally, that doesn't mean that it should not be taken seriously. In fact, the only way to take it seriously is not to take it literally. If we take it literally, it's too easy to dismiss and set aside, but taken seriously, the psalm's central point remains inarguably true, which is that choices matter. The choices 
and decisions we make in life matter and make a real difference. The consequences of our choices do eventually become the circumstances of our lives. Which is not to say that God is up there moving us around like chess pieces on a giant cause and effect chessboard of life. He did that back in 98, so we'll send him this consequence 20 years later. She did that last week, so we'll need to send her the appropriate punishment this week. That is not the way life works because that is not the way God is. God is not sitting up there moving our lives around like chess pieces on a giant cause and effect, choice and consequence chessboard of life. The consequences of our choices eventually become the circumstances of our lives not because God is punitive, but because life is cumulative. Life adds up. As the poet Robert Frost once wisely observed, way leads on to way. This choice leading to that result, leading to that outcome, leading to this life. But even that much, we must say only with the greatest of care and restraint. Because while, as today's psalm says, our choices do matter, our choices are far from the only force at work in our lives. Even the choices we make are not made in isolation from all the other forces that are at work in and around our lives. The novelist Pat Conroy, in one of his books, suggests that it might be a helpful spiritual discipline for all of us someday to take the time to sit down and write a letter to the child we once were an exercise in looking back across our lives which might reveal to all of us the truth that 
for each of us, there has been much of life over which we have had very little control. We all have been, at times, what Frank McCourt once called children at the mercy of adults who were at the mercy of the world. Our lives, to a great extent, formed by forces beyond our control. But our lives formed also, to some extent, by our own choices and decisions, which is probably the central point this morning's psalm means to make when it says that the righteous will be happy and the sinful will be sad. Not the sort of thing any of us should take literally, but the kind of truth all of us should take seriously. For example, if we choose, if we make a conscious choice to be gentle and kind, thoughtful and mindful, day after day, year upon year, we will eventually reap the beautiful harvest of a centered, grounded life which is deeply at peace no matter how difficult our outward circumstances may be. On the other hand, if we choose to make our way through life by being manipulative and controlling, resentful, graceless, and unkind, we will eventually reap the broken harvest of a bitter spirit. Feared by many, but not respected by any. And in neither case, in neither case, did God send us those outcomes as a reward or as a punishment. God did not send those outcomes to us. And God could not keep those outcomes from us. The outcomes were built into our choices. The consequences of our words and actions became the circumstances of our lives. Life is cumulative that way. Way leads on to way, which is one reason why we all need to be prayerful, mindful, and thoughtful concerning how we live and what we do. 
careful with our words and our actions because while our choices are absolutely not the only force at work in our lives, our choices and decisions do matter. Partly because nobody gets to go back to the beginning and start over from there. Just part of the heaviness of all of our lives, mine, yours, everyone's, I assume. The heaviness of life often has to do with the fact that nobody gets to start over from the beginning. But the lightness of life has to do with the fact that while nobody gets to start over from the beginning, everybody gets to start over from here. We get to make another choice today. And that choice matters every bit as much as all the other choices, good and bad, which we have made before, which is probably part of the point of the song and which is certainly some of the truth about life.